D D D fans D D D D fans D D D D fans D D D D fans. How's it going? One nine four episode. It's the Wolves podcast. I'm back. I'm ready to go. It's Nathan Judy, your host. Thank you very much, Luke Hatfield, for for deputing excellently in my week away. And of course, on the other side, it is Mr. Joe Edwards. D D D defense. D D D. Defense. I think that could catch on. I miss cheerleaders. I think we should have cheerleaders at every single game, both male and female, in, in this in in this um, equality environment that we are in. I feel like everyone should be on cheerleaders all round throughout all leagues, all English football. It is the way forward, baby. They used to have them at Wolves, actually. Did they? Uh, yeah, about God, probably about 10, 15 years ago. Pom-poms and all? Pom-poms and all, yeah. Oh, where was I for that? I was probably it, in America. It was pretty short-lived. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I'm sure the listeners will, will remember. It was at least a season of it, I think. Probably, possibly two seasons. I don't think there was any male cheerleaders, though. No, no. Um, Palace, well, actually, I think, pa- I think, mid- I think we Palace had them in Middlesbrough. Palace had them as well, didn't they? They do have them in Palace. They had them Middlesbrough. Tell you what, Middlesbrough had him a few years ago. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tell you what, dearie me. Um, no, yeah, Palace do have them. Uh, mm. I, I think, mate, I'd be down for a bit of charity banter. Get some pom poms in. You'll get some pom poms. Uh, get Spears involved, mate. We'll do a little. We'll do a little tunnel as they all come out. I'd be down for that. Y- you would. Um, give me I... an R. Give me an A. Give me a U. Give me an L. I mean, that's what he wants on his first game back. He wants me pom poming. To Raoul, surely. Yeah. To the South Bank. It's, it's, for me, this has got to happen. You'd wear a tutu as well, wouldn't you? Like well, a I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, 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 wear, I'm wearing little little, little white um, um, shoes. I'm wearing... I'm, 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 I'm skirted up to the max, mate. I've got full crop top on. Crop top on. I've got bows in my hair. I've, yeah, I've got pigtails. Oh, yeah. hey, it's all it's all going on. I, I'm quite excited about this. I didn't know this was going to go this way after two minutes forty seconds, but then you know maybe, no. maybe I should have realised that it should have done. And uh, and I think it's a good idea, mate. I think we should put that to wolves, mate. I um, just on the subject of things that pique your interest. Mm. So cheerleading. Yes. I, I was watching a program actually at the weekend. I don't yes. know if you've seen this. I, I, I'm imagining you have. Go on. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Pooch Perfect. Uh, is this is this the grooming one? Is it? This is the grooming one. So I have for, seen. It's like, it's like Pop Idol for grooming. Yeah. So yeah, or like <laughs> like Bake Off for grooming, or yeah. like sewing bee for grooming, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so basically, the, there's a couple of challenges. They have to do a certain cut on a dog, and mm. then the second challenge is like. You do a makeover and they do a dog walk with the owners all clapping. Got you. And okay, nice. It, it previewed next week's episode, which is this coming weekend, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it was Pomeranians. And oh, I, was it? And I, I said to Saf, I said, I would not be surprised at all if Nathan is <laughs> watching Baloo come, come down the dog walk, cl- clapping, crying his eyes out. Well, mate, oh, all, all, he looks so good. All I can say is, you know, I had to take nine days off at some point. And, well, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit of a filling may have taken place. And uh, before before Crystal Palace highlights of, of a 2-0 winner at Selhurst, 
maybe you want to tune in and, uh, and and see what comes down that aisle. Well, I, I know you're a fiend for telly, and you know I I genuinely thought I thought Nathan could be on this, and <laughs> and there was a groomer who does grooming in London. And I know you've... I think you've took him there once before or, once before or whatever. We, we know the groomer. Love my love my human in, it, on, on, on King's Road, mate, yes. It, it, it was some kind of like Greek name that this guy mm. had. And he was like, oh, we have Beckham in here from time to time. Lampard comes in. I was thinking he was just going to say, yeah, Judah comes in as well. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you can't, anyone comes in for a blueberry facial, mate, it's the way forward. <laughs> And then the dog's coming half an hour later. Way, no, it's uh, mate. It's you've got to look after your dogs. You've got to look after the pups. They yeah. are. You've got to treat them as your children. And with me not having any children that I know of at this moment in time across <laughs> the world, <laughs> they, they, you know they are. They are. My, they they are my my pride and joy. So yeah, you've got to, you've got to look after them, mate. And if there's any, you don't want any matting, do you? You don't want any matting under the under the old chest hairs and stuff because it's 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 unfortunate for them. And especially in these cold times, and, and over mm. last week we've had some snow, and you've got, you've got to look after them, you've got to brush them, you've got to care for them, you've got to massage them, you've got to bathe them, you've got to condition them. It's a lot, and sometimes you need a bit of help. And if that means a four and a half hour round trip to London to get a two hundred and fifty pound cut, facial, and pampering treatment, <laughs> then that's what I'll do, baby. <laughs> and there you go, cheerleaders and Pomeranians. Oh dear. Anyway, there'll be no, there's no fences in our house, but there were fences last night, Joe. Mm. Uh, because they can roam free, and uh, but yes, there, there was there was a fence, there was a locked fence, there was a locked gate, and that was that was the Wolves back three slash back Ooh, five, yes. which was really a back five, but we will talk about it as a back three. But hey, hey ho, we've seen sense. We've gone back to basics. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't what we want to see week in week out. But I tell you what. Those people on social media, and don't get me started Wolves Twitter. I'm I'm glad I took that week off, by the way, after Albion yeah. and going into going into Chorley. But but you know, I mean, I understand it wasn't the best game to watch. But you've got you've got a new manager, who you know you, that's the last thing you want to away from home. You're on a horrible run. I think everybody thought they're probably going to get beat here. And look, they. For all the possession Chelsea had, they didn't do much with the ball. Patricia was pretty much a passenger for most of the game, and they just looked so much better. And look, you've got it. It hasn't worked before, and I think it hasn't worked for a number of reasons. We can go on to that later. I don't think they've got the person. I think a four can work, but they've got to have better players to 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 have a four at the back for me, or yeah. players coming back. And I think I don't. I think Wolves will will go back to a four at a certain point. But look, you've got to you've got to say okay. You've got to swallow a bit of pride. You've got to go. This hasn't worked. It hasn't worked as I wanted it to do. We've got to go back. We've got to go back to basics, and that's exactly what they did. And look, four points over Chelsea in two games against a team that are looking for Challenge League football is no mean feat. And there needed to be a, a watershed point and start again, and that's exactly what they did. A point, I think, was... was I think 90% of the people would have taken that before the game. And uh, if you're still disappointed, then, then you know, I, I, just, I just throw my arms up in the air in frustration. Yeah, no, t- take it, take it all day long, all all day long, and, and there was just a, a warming kind of sense of familiarity that, that that was back. You know, Wolves also defended so well, haven't they, for for for, for years uh, uh, under Nuno, and that had gone out the window. They'd, they'd 
made silly errors, lapses in concentration. That was just not stuff you would associate with them at all. I mean, you know, they they even looked very vulnerable at, at Chorley and could have con- could have easily conceded at Chorley to be honest. So to to go from that to Chelsea and and just be so much more aggressive in the air, throwing their bodies on the line and making blocks. It was it was exactly what you want to see. And um, you know, at the minute, I mean, you know, where Wolves are, I don't think you know. You look at the table, and they, you know, they've they've got a good cushion from the teams teams below them. Oh yeah, they're not they're not Wolves are not going down. They're no. not even getting in a battle. They're not. They're just not. And uh, you know, this is the time now just to kind of like I think get your head around a mid-table finish. Up be that ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, or whatever, but not not in any danger, and really look ahead to to building a really strong side and and, and a big charge next season. Yeah, but and, and and that being said, there is still an onus on getting points on the board, and a point at Stamford Bridge is never to be never to be sniffed at, and you know you can take you know performances and whatever, but I think for the meantime, just. Get, Going back to the, going back to the basics, going back to the the system that they know and the the system that they know off like the back of their hand, it's second nature and that showed at at, at at Chelsea. Everybody knew their jobs. Everybody knew where they needed to be. They they stuck to it. You know there was even changes. There was an enforced change at half time that meant Samado had to move to the left hand side. Keanu Hoover coming on the right and it didn't really disrupt anything. If if anything, actually Samado, you know. As I've said, putting his best performance in a wolf shirt, I thought he was brilliant. And uh, yeah, so going forward, I think there's a, there's a lot of positives to take from that. You've got players, you know, slowly working their way back from injury. We saw Pedence come back. Johnny's not far away. Marcel, hopefully, he's not far away either. And um, yeah, I think hopefully that can represent Wolves turning a bit of a corner. They're still in the cup as well. So uh, yeah, I think, you know, the doom and gloom. Twitter at the minute has just been, God, it's just absolute dire. I mean, I've had to get the block button out and the mute button out more times than ever as of late. But um, I think coming out of Chelsea, you should be more glass half full than than glass half empty. Um, And and let's go on to the positives then. We've got three up, three down for Chelsea. Um, A few individual performances I want to talk about. We we touched on Semedo. Uh, For me, best probably his best performance, without doubt, in a in a wolf shirt, it's been a difficult start for him, and uh, we're getting criticism on here, Joe. And I think quite rightly at, at yeah. times, you know, he's come with a big reputation, he's come for a lot of money, and I think he had ample time to to bed in. And I think we gave him that time, and there were still some disappointing performances in there. This he started to turn a corner. This was a really important game at Chelsea, obviously against quality players, and I thought he dealt with it very well, not just defensively. But I thought offensively he looked quite good as well. He made some good runs. He made some good one-twos. He was on goal a couple of times. Um, this is this is the kind of guy that Wolves signed up for and that we all expected. And whether he plays a right wing back or, or, or left wing back until Johnny comes back, I, I think that I'm starting to see the light with him. And I think uh, that will have given him, you know, the group of players around him and Nuno a lot of confidence and a lot of encouragement moving forward. Yeah, definitely. If he carries on like that going forward, he will score goals, and um, I think he's perhaps got to take take a shot off and perhaps be a bit more trusted in himself once or twice. But he's getting in the areas and defensively. Yeah, I thought he was really good. I mean, Ben Chilwell, he's one of the best fullbacks in the league, and his price tag shows that. But 
He kept he kept Chilwell pretty quiet. And then on the left side, I mean, Ait Nuri, for me, wasn't given the runaround per se, but I think a fair few thought he had a poor night. And that I guess that's Ait Nuri, really. He, he, you know, he, he blows out and cold, doesn't he? So, um, But Samada went over to the other side and, and nullified that hudson Adoy threat, I thought. Uh, he was much quieter in the second half. So... Um, yeah, much more like it from Samedo, and I think it was the first kind of he, he's, he's had some he's had some good performances. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's had some very difficult performances and some bad performances. But for me, this was the first sign really of against top top quality opposition. I know Chelsea are in a difficult spot, but that they're, they're top quality players, and the first signs really of me of him showing that he is a twenty seven million plus player. You know that that right. This is what Wolves were envisioning that they were going to get, and hopefully now that he's he's settled, he's he's kind of acclimatized, and yeah, we can really start to see what he has to offer now moving forward. It was really really encouraged from from his performance. Willie Bolly uh, was also one who's not flattered to deceive. Obviously, he's come back in from from being a while out and uh, had an. Indifferent game, so to speak, against West Brom. Look, this was the defensively he wasn't particularly good, but this was uh, this was back to the bolly that we know and love into, and 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 the commanding Willie Bolly that that uh, I think we we should see we should see more of, especially going forward. Yeah, I think Bolly difficult because I guess he set such a high bar before, and whenever he's not at that, it kind of shows because you just expect him to be. That colossus, that real force that he has been, you know, nine times out of ten for Wolves, but for large parts of this season, he hasn't quite been there. But um, at Chelsea, back to his imperious kind of brick wall best, you know, if, if you if if you if you like, he blocks headers, uh, clearances, and just an assuredness on the ball. He's he. he Again, you know, we, we talk about Samada putting his best display in a Wolf shirt so far. I think you could say that was Bolly's best game of the season as well, to be honest. Um, he's, he's a player that, of course, has played on the left of the three, on the right of the three. I mean, he was on the right of the three again. But um, there was a good balance to, to the defence with Kilman being on the left as well, who, who held his own. And, um, yeah, Bolly, when he's at his best, he's one of the best in, in the Premier League. And uh, the new boy, William Jose, who came on and uh, kind of surprising, I guess, but they got the clearance uh, quicker than they thought, uh, the, the international clearance, and he was good to play. Uh, came on, first forward to come on. I think we all thought that, that was going to happen anyway, but I thought a few nice touches up top, uh, a focal point there, someone who's experienced, someone who can who can score goals, but also, Joe, at the other end of the pitch, probably, a, I would say, a, a goal-saving uh, block at the very end of the game that was probably going to go in, and all of a sudden, you know, Wolves end up losing one nil. But he, he, that was essential, really. And uh, I think sometimes people forget how good Raúl was at set pieces. Of course, he did the, um, you know, he, he fractured the skull with it, defending a set piece, um, which we all remember at Arsenal. And we'll talk about Raúl and some good, more good news um, to come out of Nuno's pre-match presser in a bit. But, but this is the kind of guy that Wolves need, and. Uh, I think it's it's pretty evident straight away, as we'd expect when he comes in on loan, that he's going to be the the go-to striker going forward until Raúl comes back. Yeah, and it was only twenty minutes that he was on the pitch, but you could you, you got a glimpse as to what what he's all about and um, just his presence. 
you know, he just you look at him and you just think, well, there's your out ball, and and, he, and, I, and without yeah. really having to do anything, it just he just lifts the team almost and, and gives a bit more confidence. You just, you know, you're looking up the pitch, and I, I thought Pedence did pretty well considering he's five foot five and was leading the line. He drew drew a few fouls and stuff like that, but Wolves were, you know, it got to a stage in the game where they really needed to have someone up there to alleviate the pressure a little bit. And as soon as he came on, I thought, I thought he brought that calmness and yeah naturally he wasn't you know f- fully sharp and he lost a couple of 50-50s because ultimately he'd only arrived on Tuesday night and I, I don't think he'd actually had the chance to train um, just kind of did a, a team meeting you know the, the the kind of the analysis on Chelsea and what they wanted from the team the game plan he, he kind of was there for that but he weren't actually there for um, a training session I don't think so um, so to come in you know, very quickly and barely, barely getting the chance to know his new teammates. I thought it was a very promising early sign, and uh, I'd imagine that he'll start against Palace. Yeah, and look, good news. I mean, you know, you can get any kind of player, and you've got to question, you got to, you got to hope that the desire is there. Look, it looks like he's got a smile on his face. He's he updated his Twitter account straight away, put a little video out. You know, <laughs> he's um, he's he's excited. He's excited. He's, you know, you can see him taking selfies on the pitch and. He looks like he's uh, he's ready to go. Kind of a strange one, I guess. No no loan fee loan tr- fee whatsoever. But then, of course, yeah. you've added more money onto to a potential permanent transfer. Look, if this guy is um, is looking for a move, you know, regardless of Raul and if he makes well when he makes fingers crossed um, a complete full recovery, crying out for another striker. I think um, you know we know what Fabio could do. We know he's got time. He needs time to improve. You've got to have a second striker there. Um, to to help out Raúl, if not to play alongside him, or give another option. But you've got to have an understudy there. And if this guy can score five, six, seven goals between now and the end of the season, maybe a couple of assists and put in some strong displays and show that he can he can hack the pace of the Premier League and keep fit, then I mean, you've you've got to give him a chance. That he's got a great chance to to get signed on a permanent basis. Yeah, the motivation's there clearly, isn't it? And you know, he's a he's a player that. He's played at a very good standard in La Liga for Real Sociedad, but he's also a player that has not really had that crack at the big time. And this is this is his chance now—a move to the Premier League. Yes, Wolves are you know mid-table at the minute, but they're a club with big aspirations. And you know you'd, you'd like to think next season, and mo- moving forward again, that they want to be back up to the heights of the pre- the previous seasons at least. So. Um, if he can be make himself a part of that, get himself a big Premier League move. That the motivation and is clear. You know, he's not going to need any extra gene up or any extra kind of, you know, telling him what he needs to do. That the goal is there, and all the best to him because he's exactly what Wolves needed. Really, a proper target man, somebody of experience who's got a good track record in a in a top league. Not not. And it's a low risk signing. If it doesn't work, they haven't got to sign him. So, um, yeah, good, good bit of business, and uh, looking forward to see what he to seeing what he can can do over a ninety minutes now. Right, three. That's three up, three down, Joe. Uh, we, we can't go too long on this, but um, we've got plenty of plenty to talk about this week. Uh, first of all, Adama Traore. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty mm. anonymous. He ran a couple of decent runs, but made some bad decisions. I felt like he was on the floor most of the game. To be honest, with his. Uh, we don't know if the wrong boots on or not, but uh, just not happening. And look, with Pedence back now as well, uh, with, with a new striker, he's he's got to be at risk to to lose his place again. A little bit concerned, a little bit concerned with him. 
I just didn't think his body language. Obviously, no new contract yet signed. Oh, yeah. I just didn't think his body language was great at Chelsea, to be honest. He's just kind of... I don't know. Even when there's not much happening going forward, Neto is running about for everything. Pedence is, you know, showing a willingness. And, yeah, he's obviously trying to make things happen, but... He can do a lot more. I don't, I don't know. It might have just been an off night, but um, you know he certainly wasn't involved anywhere near enough. And then, as you say, whenever whenever he got the ball, he was losing his footing. I don't know if he had the wrong studs on or whatever. But yeah, um, certainly capable of a lot more. Um, but with Pedence coming back and, and Neto, you know, carrying on performing, I thought Neto had a, a, another good game, putting putting some very good deliveries, which ultimately weren't attacked. Um, I was a little bit worried he was losing his head at one point, though. Mate, to be yeah. honest, uh, I know it was I know it was yeah. a ridiculous push, but he was he was obviously hyped up, amped up as you want him to be at Chelsea, you know, and, and that's exactly what you want. But I was like, oh, there was a couple of tackles there, and I'm thinking, don't get sent off, don't get a second booking, especially before Palace. Yeah, I know, I know, but I think on the back of that, I think you're looking at Neto, Pedence, and Jose, aren't you, as the front three for? I think um, so. Yeah, for, for Palace. So. so the trail and going with, forward, Joe, and going forward, and, and, going, know, for, the, and going forward. So trail race, he, he's got to do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple as. Um, so maybe a bit harsh, but you kind of touched on it, Ryan Nori, who came off half time with a knock. Uh, you know, Johnny back in a couple of weeks, Joe, and 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 Semedo kind of worked. I thought Hoover did pretty well on the right hand side as well. Is this again? You, we might see. I'm not sure. I'm not saying it's the last we see of of Ryan, but uh, with Johnny coming back and and Semedo potentially can play on either side. I'm not sure how many opportunities this lad's going to get between now and the end of the season to to try and get him to sign permanently in the summer for twenty odd million quid. It's a lot of money to spend, isn't it? It is, and the, and the jury's still out. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know. It is a lot of money, and Wolves, of course, do have money to spend. But you look at last summer; they they they, they broke even, and and this January they haven't spent money. You know, they they didn't have to spend a loan fee, and you know the COVID impact will still carrying on in, into the summer. You know, we'll see across the board that clubs won't be spending as much. So to spend twenty million pound on a on a left back that you know he's, he's still very young, is blown hot and cold, and ultimately with Johnny back will be second choice. You know, it's it's a big decision for Wolves to make, and um, you know, I, I will say I don't think he was torn apart by Hudson Odoi. I've seen worse fallback performances, but equally, you know, he he, he, do, he does flatter de- to deceive at times, and he is a young player of inexperience, and he's gonna he's gonna be be great one game and pretty poor the next. So um, yeah, I think uh, for Palace, you know, it it is it, is a doubt and. Maybe if he's not feeling hundred percent, maybe it's worth going with Samado at left wing back and uh, Hoover at right right wing back at, again. Hoover's another player that is is very inexperienced, very young, but by and large, every time we've seen him, he's done himself a he's done himself justice. Really, I think he's been more consistent, you'd say, with the minutes that he's had than Eight Nuri has. So, um, be interesting to see how they go at Sellers Park. But Eight Nuri, yeah, it's. Um, Definitely uh, not a, not a definite as to what's going to happen uh, with him in the summer. And the third the third one a bit a little bit disappointing, Joe. Uh, I've got Leander Dendonka in here, and it kind of opens up a a bigger conversation about about the midfield and what yeah. is the best midfield combination. And also, you know, 
there's something missing in this midfield at the moment. I think that that's a big area of concern. And Nuno will know that, and I'm sure they'll address that in the summer. They have to address it in the summer. But Leander Dendonka has got everything to make him an absolute must on a team sheet. He's got he's got pace, he's got power, he's got defensive capability, he's a threat in the air, he makes good runs, he he you know he times runs to perfection. And yet he's just not, it's just not happening for him. Time and time again, he's had he had chances against West Brom, he had chances last night. Um and I look at someone like Thomas Suchek at, at West Ham. And I'm thinking Dendonka's got all those attributes to be scoring. Suchek just scored his seventh goal of the season. You know, he's a threat in, in, in both boxes. And that's kind of what we thought of, of Dendonka, that box-to-box player. I remember, was it last season? It might have been last season. Or two seasons ago at Everton. A brilliant yeah. display. And, and that's the type of performances that West Ham are getting you know, week in, week out from Suchek. And you've got to think that... that um, and I, 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 I struggle to put my... Finger on what's wrong. I don't. It's not ability. He's definitely got ability, but it's just not there at the moment, is it? It's conviction in front of goal. He's just. He's just. He lacks conviction. That, that's 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 the problem. Um, and as you say, there's no reason why he cannot be a Sue Check type player for Wolves. You know, he gets he gets in the positions. He ha- he's had the chances. He could easily be on seven goals this season for the amount of chances that mm-hmm. he's had. Um, he's given the license as well. He has that. He has that yeah, freedom yeah. to to make those runs. Even when Wolves have played a midfield three this season, he has been the spearhead of that of that midfield three. You know, Nevers and Matinho have been the ones behind him, and it's been the onus on on Dendonka to it, be that last man in the box, be that be that one making those late runs. And he has, and he's mm. got on the end of crosses time after time, but he just hasn't put one away. And he's um, got it's got to happen soon. I keep saying it, but it's got to happen soon. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, Wolves' midfield is ultimately lacking goals. And, you know, I don't think, you know, the the days of... I mean, Suchek is perhaps a little bit of an anomaly in that he's scored so many goals. But the, the days of goal-scoring midfielders are kind of... seem to be dying down a little bit. You don't get midfielders who are as prolific as they used to be. You're not but getting it, a Lampard type, are you, these no, days? And, or a Gerrard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... You still got to have goals from midfield, and Wolves certainly haven't had enough. Um, what, what's Neves on one or two? Matinho's mm-hmm. not scored. Um, you know, obviously, Dendonka hasn't scored. So that, that, that's that's if if this situation carries on, well, regardless, really, I think they've got to look at the midfield in the summer. But um, you just hope in the meantime that Dendonka can can just uh, provide more goals because he's certainly having the chances. Yeah, he re- he really is. Uh, so. So let's talk wider in a wider situation with Dendonka, with Neves, with Moutinho. Uh, I guess you can lump in Otisawi with that, Vitinha. Are they just going to keep flip-flopping each game or is it still going to be Neves and, and Dendonka? Really, because there's not a lot else there. There's no one pushing for a place. There's no one really making themselves... I know Vitinha's got a worldy, surely, but apart from that, you know, you look at Moutinho and you think that those performances are... Are kind of struggling a little bit, and uh, you know, I'm not sure how much we'll see more more of him from a starter point of view. It's uh, are they just going to try and get through the season with this and, and readdress it in the summer? I think I think that's that's all they all they can do now. I mean, I mean, Neves you know, with that free kick. I mean, what a great position for yeah. that free kick last night. And he's done this a few times where you think I'm, I said on the time you've got to, you've got to hit the target. 
maybe maybe that was wrong, but you've got to work the keeper at least. You've got to give them a sweat, especially there. You could have gone left, you could have gone right, you could have gone up, you could have gone down, you could have gone central. And it just sails over the bar, like three or four yards over the bar and, and rising. And you think, oh, yeah. any any class dead ball, you know, someone over that ball is at least going to gonna make the keeper work. And uh, it wasn't even close. And it kind of just sums it up at that moment for Neves. Um, that he's not quite, I know he's had a couple of decent games, but it's still not the Nevers that we know and love. It's too inconsistent. And then you bring in Dendonka with that, who's struggling as well. And your forwards who aren't really scoring. And it's just collectively, it just needs something, doesn't it? Well, it's not as if Nevers won't practice those situations because he, he will. He, he works on dead balls all the time. But, you know, I guess doing it. On an empty pitch at Compton, he's obviously a lot different than doing it in a in a game. But oh, you've it, you've scored a couple on an empty pitch, mate. To be honest, you well, know. I have scored a couple on an on an empty pitch at Compton, actually. Yeah. Um, well, an empty pitch at a school game. It was against is it St Peter's or whatever it is over the road. We, we, uh, anyway, we played him on one of the pitches at Compton and I scored a couple. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, never yeah has got to step up. Uh, but I. I I still think it's Nevers and Dendonka unless one of them really gets injured yeah. or has a major major dip in form because while they're not scoring goals, they're still doing a job. You know, they they they, they, they offer good good protection to the defence at, at Stamford Bridge. They're getting about, they're making tackles, they're you know they they're breaking up play, but they've got to do more going forward, especially especially Dendonka because he's the one who is given the licence to attack. Nevers mm-hmm. is obviously more deep-lying, as we know. Yes, he can do more from set-piece situations, but from open play, Dendonka is having about two chances a game now. Yeah. And, you know, that, that, that header from the Neto cross, you watch that back, and that is a good chance. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. just, you know, it, it's not a clear-cut chance, but it is a chance. It's not a half chance. You know, he, he's got his head on it, but he's kind of kind of turned away from it almost, you know what I mean? It was where he should be really meeting it, getting his neck behind it and having a bit of conviction about him. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's definitely something to improve. Cheers, Joe. Right, strikers. Um, from, from no strikers to three strikers on the bench uh, <laughs> last night. It's, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. Look, uh, we all know that... that um, that William's going to get, William's going to get a chance. He's going to get the chance. Jose's going to get the chance. He, he, he's going to, it's going to be his shirt to to lose almost. Catroni, Nuno said he's staying. There was talks about him potentially going back on loan to to Italy. Fabio Silva looks like he's going to have to 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 step aside now. Can you see the likes of Silva and Catroni getting another kick this season, another decent opportunity, or have we has Nuno seen enough? And, you know, we all know that he doesn't particularly fancy Cotroni as much as he'll say he wants to keep him with the group. But let's be honest, um, he sent him, you know, he got rid of him pretty quickly. He brought back because it, there was there was no one else that, that they could have done. He wasn't going to sign anyone. They weren't they were told that wasn't going to, there, weren't, there wasn't any money there. And then, of course, Jose comes across and then you're kind of stuck with Cotroni. That, do you then say, OK, well, we did want him, but we don't want him again. Or do you, do you keep him with the team? He's in a hotel. You know, Fabio Silva struggling in with confidence. What what do you make of this the striker scenario? And can you see any kind of decent game time for the other two now? I think Silva's still got more of a chance of game time than, than Catrone. Uh, Silva, you know, I said it in a piece. Uh, I didn't watch the Chorley game actually, mate. But you know, apparently it was 
it was pretty horrible to watch, not just from an ability point of view, yeah. but just body language-wise. Yeah, uh, I mean, Katrani got the hook, but it could have easily been Silver as well. They were, they were both they were both poor. Um, but for me, I think Silver, you know, obviously they've invested a lot of money in him, and for for how young he is and how inexperienced he is, I think he has done all right on the on the whole. You know, he's not blowing anybody away, of course, but he's even in the the games where he hasn't scored, he's at least got in the positions to score. I think I mentioned that to you one of the games. You know that. It's not as if he never looks like scoring. He, he does at least, even when he's having a bad game, does at least get into one or two positions. Yeah, he may miss the chance, and that's frustrating. But I think he has looked more, more, you know, kind of likely to score in two two goals in the Premier League so far. He's probably where he expected to be, to be honest, at this stage. Um, Catrone is a weird one. Um, you know, talks have been going on between Wolves and Udinese. Um, Udinese, I think, have just signed Fernando Lorente. They've got rid of their main striker, Kevin Lasagna. Uh, um, so you've got the, pe- the pizza and pasta <laughs> in the lasagna. Goodness me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a journalist's dream. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so, but they, they are keen on, on doing a loan if they can. So I, I, the ball just seems to be in Wolves' court on that one. And I'd, 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 I'd be, you know love to say either way what will happen before the the the, win, the window closes on Monday. I think that's still a live situation. Uh, I mean, Nuno kind of suggesting that he wants to keep him around, but if he's going to be dragging his heels on the bench and he expects Jimenez to be back involved in, at, at some point this season, then is it really worth him staying around? It, it's one to keep an eye on. And Catrone, I, I don't really know where he fits in, to be honest. Um, I... I he hasn't really added the the biggest crack of the whip, but I don't know. You look at you look at Jose. He comes in. He's an obvious target man. He's got an obvious pedigree, and he brings different qualities. Silva. I mean, he he hasn't really yet got a standout quality, but he's obviously youthful. He's got a good attitude. He works hard. You know, Nuno's really happy with how he's brought into things. He's one for the future. Nuno loves working with players who have a high ceiling of potential. Catrone, you don't really... There's nothing really screaming out to you. That, that, that's what I'm getting at. You know, he's had a tough couple of years. Um, you know, you want him to try and settle down and try and get his career back on track. And, you know, I don't really think it's with Wolves, to be honest. So, um, we'll see if he remains until the end of the season. Maybe gets himself one or two goals, but... I think if he does remain at Wolves beyond this, uh, the end of this January window, he's going to be, you know, third in the pecking order. It's going to be Jose, Silva, Catrone, and then when Jimenez comes back, he's going to be fourth. Yeah, you mentioned Jimenez, and uh, I think we were taken by surprise when Nuno. It's very uh, coy normally on on injuries, especially you know with the likes of, of Raúl's rehabilitation, and you can understand why. But like I say, kind of shocked all the journalists there in his pre-match press conference with Chelsea, saying that we expect. Well, we hope, but we expect fully expect Raul to be to be involved this season, which yeah. is amazing, really, when you think about Brilliant. it. I think everyone's best case scenario was probably the beginning of next season, but the fact that he could be um, medically cleared and 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 obviously physically and mentally cleared, ready to go and to play a game of football, you know that he'll be desperate to play. He's already in the gym and and doing work, and and and, and I think you know Nuno said mentally he's absolutely one hundred percent fine. 
but he still has to be very careful and there's still a you know a long process to go through of getting him back out there and heading a ball and doing a lot of concussion tests but he says that he's passing a lot of them with flying colours and uh, and to see him back Joe is, is a big surprise I mean some people will say do we need to see him back you know what's the What's the game for Wolves this season? Should, should we let him just rest and recuperate and, and be ready to go for next season? But I guess from I guess from Raúl that there's a there's a not there's, there'll still be not a nervousness there, but he'll want to know himself that he feels good, ready to go into next season. There's always going to be a little bit of apprehension there, I think. And if he can get five or six games under his belt, let's say. Um, before going into the the off season and more work for him, that that'll be great going forward into into 2021, 2022. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, I mean, now said he was truly positive that he'll he'll be involved again before the end of the season. Um, of course, you know he didn't go into the specifics as to what date they expect him back. Um, but the season ends. Is it like the 25th of May? It's just a bit later, isn't it? This mm-hmm. season. So I think. You know, you look at that and you think, well, if he can get back involved around April, early April, maybe maybe mid-April, if you're being very very cautious, which which Wolves, which you know the situation requires really, because he'll keep undergoing, uh, you know, a lot of kind of concussion tests and well, concussion tests, but you know, kind of tests on of that nature, and he'll see the surgeon and all, you know, get other professional advice and Matt Perry of course the club doctor will be keeping a very close eye on him um, but if you're getting him involved in that April early to mid-April time then you're probably thinking six weeks uh, you know of, of, of kind of being involved again at the end of the season was that six games is it seven games six seven games maybe yeah, yeah. so whether he's starting games or just on the bet he's on the bench for a few maybe you know once Wolves are kind of you know, sat, they'll, they'll be. I doubt there'll be much riding on the final day, to be honest, or the final couple of games. I think they'll be safe, safe in mid-table. You know, perhaps not not a great deal to play for. And then hat trick po- at hat trick at the baggies. Hat trick at hat trick at the baggies. Um, and that'll probably be an ideal time to just try and kind of you know bed, bed him in and get him back involved. But. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great news. Fantastic news. And you know the the Nuno is surprised by the rate of progress he's made. The medical team have been surprised by the rate of progress that he's made. I mean, we've seen him watching games, and um, in, you know he, he's, he's regularly still been at Compton having breakfast with the team. He's doing a lot of work in the gym at the moment. Oh, mate. If you were injured, you'd be going for a free breakfast as well, mate. I know exactly oh, yeah. you. You'll be down to the Aldi, mate. You'll be there. A couple of rashes, please. A lean bacon, maybe some whole grain toast, a few beans, a couple of poached eggs. You'd want fried, you'd get poached. You'd be there scaffing a breakfast, mate. Don't, 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 don't be about the bush. Oh, I'd be there for the breakfast. Hundred percent for, for breakfast. As of late, you'll be you'll be delighted with this. I've been Go having on. I've been having chocolate pop tarts. Oh my god! <laughs> chocolate pop tarts for breakfast. That can't be on the Weight Watchers, mate. That's got to be a sin and a half. No, to be no, fair, oh, mate. I'm, I think they're like nine sins per pop tart or something. So, I mean, yeah, all I, mean, I can pop- remember of a pop tart back in the old Twenty One Stone days. First of all, it was four of them, and second of all. Mm. Um, all I can remember is putting, getting them out of the toaster. I don't know if you still toast them, do you? Do you yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy in, through, yeah. molten scalding. brown, scalding to hit the top of your mouth, stuck there. You've got mm. molten brown, sugary liquid that you will be feeling for about four days. And yet, what do you do? 
what do you do when you're absolutely in agony? You take another bite. You yeah. don't even blow it. You take another bite. You, it's just crazy. It's almost Brilliant. like you just want to hurt yourself. Yep, save it for Ron. Save it for later on. Oh, yep. God. Lovely. Save it for Ron. Is that what the cool kids say? Save it for Ron. Save it. I think it's just something that my brother said once because remember these... T- I mean, you probably haven't been to one. But, you know, like, you know, like two-for-one pub restaurants. <laughs> No, I have not. Remember, like two for one. So, like, like pub chains would be. Been to a few eleven-course meals in my time, mate, but not two for one pub restaurants. You know, like these beef eater pub chains, and I've I've driven past them. Yeah, as close as I've been to them. So there used to be one. I don't think it's a thing now, but it used to be like two for one. So it was like two for one meals. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going out. It was me, my mum, my dad, me two of my brothers I think so there was five of us mm. and it he so to get the full value we ordered three meals and got three free meals you know mm. f- three free meals yeah it's um, hard for you to say with that with yeah, that mate yeah the, the, it is the free the free uh, soy not, not helping you there mate is it <laughs> I know. I'm after um, that tongue twister mate with you on a, on a piece of camera soon um so he so he ordered. So he ordered six meals, but five of us there. And the the waiter said, "Who's this one for?" And he said, mm. "Oh, I'm, I'm saving that for Ron." You know, later. Oh, on. Wow. So I, I I don't think it's a thing, but it's it's a thing for me. Two for one, mate. Two for one. The best, the best, the best value I got. I can remember when we were little and uh, we were struggling a bit, struggling a little bit uh, as as a family. And dad was working double shifts, and mum was mum was working, looking after the kids, and. Uh, we went to Flamingo. Is Flamingo Land still a thing? Is it still Flamingo Land? In, in like hallway? They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They sponsor Hall, didn't they? Or did? They did. They a, did. A couple of years yeah. ago. <laughs> that, was, that was a low, low point. Uh, but yeah, Flamingo Land. So we went to Flamingo Land and they used to do it by by person in the car. So it used to be like four quid to get in. And you know, you used to do it by um, two adults, two children. So every, you pay for two adults, your two children go go for free. Yeah. So my mum used to drive this kind of Volvo estate, which back in the day, for people who don't know, I've got three brothers. There's four four kids in the family. Um, used to have that third compartment where the the seats face back, seats backwards into the other car. Do you know what I mean? Which is great when you're a little kid and you keep on, you know, you're waving to them and stuff. I mean, you, it's horrific. There's always it always gets to that stage where maybe you're eight or something, and for some reason, you know, your mum and dad have got a couple of friends or cousins who are in the middle, and you've got to sit there, this massive eight year old kid in the back, just looking at these drivers, and they don't want to look at you, and they're looking away. Anyway, I, I, I digress. So. So basically, two adults go. So two kids go free for the two adults. So what my mum and dad did is they made us. Um, they put some blankets and put two of us in the very, very back, and we used to hide under them because those were going to get charged three quid each. And so oh, they're looking. God. They're looking in the in the, in the kind of like booth and like, okay, yeah, there's two. So just two adults, please, eight quid. And then we got through, and uh, yeah, then we threw it out through the. Uh, threw the blanket out, mate, and uh, got an extra two in. So say saving money, mate, saving money. Knife and Judah breaking the law. Look at that, mate. Well, <laughs> technically it's mum and dad breaking the law, mate, not me. But, uh, you know, uh, West Midlands Police, uh, get in touch at uh, 07... Nat- Flamingo Land. Mm. L- l- just hazard in a guess. Yeah. Is flamingos is there, in there, mate. Is there flamingos. flamingos there, yeah. There is, mate. It was, uh, that, that was as tropical as it got in Yorkshire back in the day, <laughs> mate. We had, there, was a, there was a small lake of about 11 flamingos in there. I mean, to be honest, two of them didn't look very well at the time. And four, the, four of them, I'm not sure whether they were those toy flamingo ones with the kind of big spring that used to, used to go on in the playground. But uh, there, were some, there, were, there were some pink birds, mate, in a lake. And that's as good as it got, flamingo land, name it there. It stuck. 
like, like pretend birds that you have to put the binoculars out and they're actually One just of them, kind mate. of they're like just made out of wood exactly exactly good days mate good days uh, man of the people Nathan Judah right okay um, where have we gone I'll tell you what we've, we've gone we've gone kind of overboard um, yeah. so I think we're going to have to go to questions I want questions. to save a, save a section for next week actually Joe so we've got some decent questions in we've also got some some pretty crap questions in as well so uh, I'll, make, I'll mention the decent questions I'm only kidding they're all good questions this week but uh, we can only get to a few so here we go. Uh, Fred asks, uh, how was your holiday, Nathan? Very nice, mate. Very chill. Uh, a bit of snowman as well, which was great. I uh, love a bit of snow. Uh, top three positions we need strengthening in the summer. Joe? Uh, Centre-back, centre-mid, and striker. Did, did I stutter? Was, was, there? was, was there? there a delay? I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I said centre-back, centre-mid, striker. Just de- de- down the spine. Um, when you say striker... If they sign, so, so that's either Jose or if they don't choose, choose to sign Jose, then another striker. But yeah, so Jose included, um, yeah, a striker, centre mid, and centre half. King Wolf, uh, Nathan, were you pleased to see Giles score on his debut v Rotherham? Yeah, kind of got recalled into from his from his loan spell at Cove, straight back out on loan to to Rotherham, Joe and. Uh, I mean, I think he scored on his debut for Shrewsbury as well, so he makes a knack of it, doesn't he? And uh, great to get him in the cha- back in the championship and, and, and scoring goals. That, that could be a good little, um, a good little um, spell for him. Unfortunately, of course, it was against Middlesbrough, which wasn't great. But uh, for for Ryan and stuff, and you, you look at we kind of discuss Nori there, and you say twenty million quid. I mean, Wolves are keeping Ryan Giles because I mean, I think there's a, I think he's got a little bit as Giles, and I think that he's still got a, one, one of one of the few loanies who I think. Could have a future at Wolves in the in and around that first team. So you look at that. You look at Johnny coming back. You look at Semedo being able to flip flop, and uh, and then Ryan Giles. Would you spend twenty million quid on on Nuri? But but great for Ryan anyway. Good player. Good player. I, I, I like him. I, I mean, I first saw him at Telford when I used to cover them, and he he came on loan at Telford, mm. and he was. He was in another world to, to to that level, you know, National League North. But um, yeah, very, very bright kid, very talented. Yeah, all, all good. Good luck to him. Good to see him scoring. Uh, Shu says Lego or Playmobile. Lego all day long. I thought you'd be more of a Duplo guy, mate. To be honest, but nah, easier for you, isn't it? Lego, nah, Lego. It's Lego or nothing. I don't me. think I've ever been Playmobil guy. I, I'm, I'm Lego all the way. I mean, I the missus like still gets them, but I can't. I haven't got the time. I had patience, like a Lego mate. football pitch and a Lego basketball court when I was. Yeah, Lego, easy. Easy. It's bloody expensive though, mate. Yeah, it is expensive, but you, you, anything else is just a. It's just a cheap imitation, isn't it? It's it's it, it's got to be Lego. We've got a Stranger Things Lego that we've still got to put put together. Six and a half thousand pieces. Two hundred ninety-five quid. I thought you were going to say six and a half thousand pound. I mean, knowing you, or... <laughs> golden crusted. <laughs> um, this one's from Gangamac. One says, "How do Wolves Ganga. keep keep on Neto going into next season?" He's looking at the at the. I'm going to say not. Going to say, he says he's looking at the rubbish around him and no one in the box and thinking he could do way better elsewhere. A lot of eyes on Pedro Neto at the moment. So. Um, could you see could you see some bids in for Pedro Neto in the summer? Can Wolves resist and keep Pedro Neto? I'll tell you what, if they let Neto go, I, I'll, I'll be absolutely devastated. But he, I mean, 
Every single commentator loves him and you can understand why. He has been the ray of light for me this season and I think he's going to be an absolute superstar. For me, Wolves, if Wolves are not a selling club and there's been a few, there can be a few situations where you think, well, you know, I didn't think there were, but then with, with the summer business they've done and the windows that they've had recently, if they were to sell Pedro Neto, what kind of a statement would that make? Yeah, and from a... Neto points of view, he's starting every minute of every game, and everybody kind of realizes that he's, if you know, a, a huge player for Wolves now, a, a key player. He's, he's he's had a new and improved contract that he that he signed not long ago. Um, so you know, I don't think there's anything on his side to to really say that he's unsettled. You know, he's got a big Portuguese contingent. His family are over with him as well. Um, you know he's got a good situation at Wolves. He's, he's, his talents are appreciated. Um, you know, and you know, I think somebody of his nature. You know, he, he spent a lot of years. I say a lot of years because he's still very young, but he did spend a fair few years at Lazio just not kicking a ball. And at Wolves, he's been entrusted to show his talents, and he's playing every week now, every game, and. Um, you know, I'd be, I would be surprised in the summer. You know, I think there will be naturally people looking at him because he's a, he's an amazing talent. But I think for all, for everyone involved, really, I think it's best for him, you know, to to, to stick around because he's a key player and his his talents are hugely appreciated. What was he? Nineteen twenty. Just turned twenty, I think. Just yeah. turned twenty. Uh, signed a second a second new deal, new new contract offer. Um, give me a give me. A monetary amount <laughs> that Wolves should part with Pedro Neto um, in the summer. What's an acceptable amount, Joe, at this moment in time, with how important he is oh. to Wolves, with the with the state of his contract and the length of it? Uh, give me a monetary amount for Pedro Neto to leave Wolverhampton Wanderers. What is acceptable? Well, do a, what one of these Spanish clubs do and just put a stupid. Uh, release clause, you know, a hypothetical release. No, clause. no, 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 no. I'm asking I, you, I, what I, would you sell him for? I, your, your Fosin, your, your Jeff. I don't the, want to the, sell him. Not at any price. Not at any price. No. No. Everybody's got a price. I've said that I, many times. I, I, I would not. Honestly, I would, I would, I would not sell him in the summer. I'm giving you a hundred million pounds, Pedro Neto. Yeah, yeah, hundred million. Yeah, but like, well, everyone's no, got a price, Joe. You've yeah, got a price. Be, Eleven pence. Gonna, oh, nobody's going to offer hundred million, are they? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm saying everyone's <laughs> got a price. But like, you know, Jota was a good amount of money. Hmm. You know, forty, forty-five million pound. But you know what I mean? It, I, I, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't entertain it at all. And, I, and, I, and even in, even in a hypothetical term, I, I, I don't want to entertain it. I, I like him too much. Um, I'll, um, I'll, I'll question here from from Nathan Judah at Nathan Judah, who's just made one up on the spot. Can you see Morgan Gibbs White in a wolf shirt next season? If you just made that up, yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's he's been a bit unlucky, and I think some of the vitriol aimed towards him. Do you talk not... about? I don't know whether you talked about this last week, but but obviously he's. There's a few liking tweets and, yeah, and some which, stuff. Which, and... which doesn't help himself. Like, you know, that is going to open himself up to criticism. 
Like and uh, and you know he's he's got to be. Wall, I bet Wolves were, 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 were really looking forward to putting that tweet out saying "Happy Birthday, Morgan Gibbs White" last week. It's it, <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's not it's not the best move, and it, it's a move that you know. But you know when we kind of set got wind that he was out with COVID at, at, at Chorley. Yeah, you know, loads of people just saying, "Oh, good," and you know, "Oh, f him off anyway," and all this kind of stuff. It's mm. like. Yeah, it's Come crazy. on. Yeah. It's like, you know, the lad's got COVID, you know, it, 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 it'll be fine, you know, it should be fine, but, you know what I mean? This is this is an illness that has killed so many people, and, you know, he's got it, and, you know, a few of us have had it, and, you know, just kind of relishing in, and, you know, t- taking it as an opportunity to, to have a go at him and say, oh, you know, better off without him anyway. It's like, come on, you know, what... Just using any any opportunity just to kind of kick him. I, look, I, I, he'll 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 look back. I'm sure when he matures in five years' time, he go. I could have dealt with a lot of situations better. Yes, and he's a, uh, a twenty year old. He's now, I guess. He's, he's a young he's a young kid, he's a young and he's making mistakes. And you, when you're a twenty year old kid in the Premier League, making mistakes, it's magnified fifty fold. It really is. Okay, and look, I've led into him. Quite rightly so, I think sometimes, because you know, if you if you if you if you if you're putting yourself on that pedestal and you're putting it out there, then then you've got to realise that that there is there is a weight on your shoulders, and unfortunately, that's the way that it is these days. Purely on an ability point of view, Joe, can you see Morgan vs White being in the first team next season as an integral member of the squad, or we're we just going to see him out on loan, or could you say, okay, Nuno, is saying, okay, you know, we've given you a few chances, it hasn't quite worked out for you. Well, we're going to get there's there's a 15 million pound bidding for you from one of the the promoted clubs or a lower you know one of the lower Premier League clubs. Um, we're going to accept that. Yeah, I'm not convinced now. I, no. I, I, I think if um, if there was a good offer in, in the summer, I think it'd be worth definitely seriously looking at um, from his point of view. Maybe benefit from a fresh start. And um, yeah, if they if they got a decent amount of money offered, you know, for a young lad. Good, good amount of experience for his age. English, you know, ticks the home ground boxes, which have even more um, kind of relevance now with all these kind of Brexit legislation and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think if there was a good offer of a, of a permanent nature coming in over the summer, yeah, have a look at it. And, uh, you know, if it, if the money's good, accept it. Super Grand says, do we have too many strikers, Nathan? If so, what is the perfect amount to have? I think you'd want three. Mm-hmm. I think you'd want three, really. Um, so you know, if once Raul's fit, um, then you've got him. You've got Fabio, who is, who is the future project. And then if Jose impresses, then Jose's there to you know really kind of you can play two up front. Um, in the cup games, you can play silver with one of the two. You know, you, you, sometimes you can play even. Play silver in on his own in some games, you know. I, I think free. You look at the top teams, you know, you, uh, uh, Chelsea for example. Uh, uh, you know, they've got Werner, Abraham, Giroud. You know, Man United have got Cavani, Martial, Greenwood, Rashford. I know some of them are more wide players, but push come to shove, one of them can lead the line if if need be. You know, I, I think any team with aspirations really. And they've got, Would, is it Dybala as well now, haven't they? Or, yeah. Who? Not Dybala. Who have they signed? Who have they signed? 
the same. Oh, J- Jala. Yeah, sorry, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever his name is, yeah. Uh, Traore. Oh, he's only a young kid, isn't he? But mm. the the point is, I think any any team that wants to... You, you want two as a minimum, like two proper options as a minimum, and then three, really. So I think if you could have a Jimenez and another experienced lad and then Fabio to complement them, I think that that would be really all, as much as you could ask for. Andy, are fans putting too much pressure on Willian Jose to deliver the goods? Uh, no, no, I don't he, think so. No, he's, he's he's a player of of of, of pedigree and of calibre, and he'll be putting the pressure on himself to to deliver the goods. He knows that this is his crack at the big time now. Um, yeah, La Liga is a fantastic league, and and for me, he's probably the second best league. In, in, in the world I, I think the Premier League is the best league in the world you know it, it's it's the most competitive I, I think you you know the level of teams that you have in mid-table are better than, than than you have in Spain and especially towards the bottom of the table I think they're better than teams in Spain so for Jose this is his crack at the big time and he'll be putting the pressure on himself so um no, I, I think you know it, Wolves are it, Wolves have been in, in real need of a striker and Jose having played in the Europa League, played four and a half seasons in the Liga and scored a good amount of goals, played against Barcelona at the new Camp and whatever. It, it's, it's it's par for the course. Rod Jones kind of asked the question about about whether Norway should get signed and, and Ryan Giles, so we kind of covered that already, Rod, so thank you very much. Good question. Uh, Simon Bede says, what is the point of Dendonka getting forward when so often his finishing is so poor? Kind of discussed that, Simon, but he says, also, surely never should be taken off free kicks. Now, I've said this for a while now, yeah. You look at the conversion rate, and we can all remember the great free kicks, and I understand they'll probably score another couple of worldies, hopefully this season. However, surely there's a time where you've got to have more options than just Ruben Neves over the ball. And you look at Neto. Neto's always over the ball with Neves, but it's always Neves taking it. I just feel someone in better form who's who's scoring some goals or or have got a bit more confidence, even if Neves can maybe... You know, just take a step back. I'm not saying he's going to be off free kicks, but maybe just every other free kick, just to have some different options in there. Surely, if you're if you're Pedro Neto, you're not saying inside you're like, oh, give me a chance, man. I can do better than that, or at least me, let me have one out of every three. They need to change it around a little bit. I think Pedence is, is somebody you could look at as well yeah, for, yeah. for free kicks. I think somebody like him, perhaps you know, more of a situation where those ones on the edge of the box. I'm not sure Neves' technique is built for that, like that one he had on the edge of the box against Chelsea. You know, that one where he kind of, you've got to lift it over the wall very quickly and get it back down again. I think he's more suited 30, 35 yards, a bit further further out, to be honest. So I think definitely something to look at. Getting somebody, those free kicks right on the edge of the box. I think somebody else could be better suited than, than, uh, than Neves, yeah. Lord Jason Guy at Wolves Premier says, my question is, how many are in your Twitter block lists? How many are <laughs> muted? And can you see this tweet? Well, I've been I've been told someone screenshotted that, Jay, so um, I've been able to, I've been sent it by someone who, who um, so I can see your tweet now. Thank you very much. Now, um, I mean, I, I, I notoriously haven't blocked anyone for uh, until, until this season. And uh, there was just so much... So many idiots out there. And Wolf's Twitter, I think, sometimes is the worst place to be. Yeah. And, and it's been a lovely 10 days or 9 days when I haven't looked at Twitter, hardly barely looked at it, and it was kind of therapeutic, I must admit. Yeah. Uh, especially with, uh, you know, in between uh, Albion and Chorley. So I, I think I picked a good time, really. But 
Um, I would say this season I've, I've, I've blocked a fair few and I might unblock people at the end of the season give them another chance I know Tim must have had about 100 blocked at, some, at one point and he's kind of given them most of them another chance I don't know what his, his levels are at the moment but uh, I think I must have about 15 blocked at the moment overall and muted I, I haven't muted anyone to be honest uh, I, I kind of feel like it's block or not uh, for me but, um, but maybe maybe you're different Joe more mutes than blocks. Okay. I, I, I tend to think the block kind of gives them a satisfaction. Mm. Um, but mute, they're just talking to a to, to a wall and getting nothing back. Well, I um, feel I feel like the the block. From I agree with that to a certain extent. However, I feel like you look at some of them and you think, well, they follow you. So it's like, and then it's like, oh, so and so doesn't know this, or they don't know that. I'm like, well, you follow me, mate. You've been following yeah, me for yeah. you know. You get the content, so I'm going to block you just so you don't get to see any of this stuff. So it's yeah. almost like restricting them from from the information that's out there. Yeah, I have pulled out the block more recently though, and um, yeah, because the mute. I mean, I think Twitter. I mean, it could go off on a bit of tangent, but Twitter is doesn't do enough at all to kind of block to to cut out this kind of abuse that goes mm. on. I mean we've just saw what is it, two Man United players having to deactivate their Twitter accounts because of racist abuse. Like it's unbelievable. Like the amount of people who can just hide behind like ra- random pictures and not yeah. do you know Faceless what I mean? eggs, yeah. And then and then they get suspended, then they start yeah. another account. Yeah, you, it's you, just... have, you have to provide ID for pretty much everything in life. Mm-hmm. Like why can't you have to like provide some sort of kind of thing for Twitter you know what I mean that, that's the premise of, you've got to, to to use Twitter you've got to be a proper person you've got to be who you say you are and if, and if you say things that and direct abuse to somebody then you can be held held account, accountable for it rather than just deactivating your account and then starting it under another name under, mm-hmm. a, under another footballer's picture it's, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous and you know even with a mute button somehow you do, do tend to still see People's tweets, even when you've muted them, it comes up show all replies, and uh, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know naturally your kind of curiosity takes over, and you think, hold on, I'm, I'm supposed to muted him. Yeah, uh, never, and, and, never, and, never, never click on this show, show more replies uh, uh, tab, mate. Never, I, never, never. I know, but it should. I don't think it should give you that option either. Yeah, it, yeah. Because if if somebody's just saying, "Oh, f off," then I don't think that reply should be able to be made. You know mm. what I mean? It should be some sort of like intervene and say, "No, you can't say that." Yeah. But yeah, the, there is a lot of shortfalls of Twitter, and yeah, it has been. The, the block button, Jace, has been coming out uh, quite frequently. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to block you a few times, mate, but I, you know. Yeah, I know. But... I, always, I always forgive you. Forgive and forget. Uh, Wolves Fancast says, who would you like to see as a shirt sponsor, Wolves, if they do put a block on betting companies? Good year. Yeah. You want good year, yeah? Good year. Yeah. Yeah. I want I'll... a good old Champman 0102, obsessed <laughs> with that game, loving it with the... Uh, the December 2020 uh, update at the moment. So, yeah, it's great. I'm seventh in the table now, mate. Uh, I've just been knocked out the Europa quarterfinals. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, get that across the kit, mate. Bring back Chapman 0102. Get everybody playing it. Way better than any other game at the moment. Uh, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd go good year. I'd good go year. good year. Yeah, just, well, probably wouldn't happen. But they, they brought out some of the... Um, Old shirts, didn't they? Recently, we've um, the, mm. good, the Goodyear ones with the Goodyear sponsor on. So, I don't think you know that. I don't know. It's, it's whoever offers the most money at the end of the day. 
<laughs> this is exactly what it is, mate. Let's be honest. Uh, last couple: uh, Baz Chuckle, Rolos, or Toffos? What are Toffos? I don't know. Is it, it Toffos like it, the Toffee is, is that is that Toffee Toffee feed? Is that what he means? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't me, know what a brand of sweet called Toffo. Let me have a look. Toffo. Oh, yeah, there is Toffos. There is. Yeah, let's have a look. Toffos. It looks very much like a Rolo. Um, Nestle Toffo. So maybe it's. I've never heard of that. No. I'm oh no, I have. I do remember these. I do are remember they, these. These are these. These, these are proper been... like toffee. I used to have these all the time. I completely forgot about toffo. So obviously the Rolos, a chocolate, with a bit of caramel in there. Yeah. You know that's how you gave your your missus the last Rolo at Faces Nightclub, and she, you didn't marry her. Toffos. Toffos used to be in. Correct me if I'm wrong. Almost like a white wax paper wrap, individually wrapped. You used to open it up, stick it in your mouth. Stick it in your mouth. Stick yeah. it in your mouth. Suck it. Oh, mate, absolutely delicious. <laughs> Stick it in your Swallow mouth it, it yeah. absolutely unbelievable. And it used, to, it used to leave like a delicious taste for quite a while. I'm Toffo. I'm going Toffo. Toffo over Rolos for me. I, 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 I've never had a Toffo, but based on that description, I will say Toffo because I think, Ra- I think I think Rolos are a bit cack. Yeah, yeah, Rolos aren't great, mate, to be fair. They're not very tasty, are they? They just kind of taste of nothing. And I think, um, at the same time, I think Rolos, they've all gone smaller over the years as well, yeah. so you don't get as much caramel as you used to do. But Toffo's, great shout. Great. Who was it? Who, I don't know, I can't remember who sent the question now. Let's have a look. It was uh, Baz, Baz, Baz Chuckle. So, ba- Parry um, Chuckle. Yeah. Parry Chuckle. Uh, well done, mate. Well, we'll finish on that one for um, for the questions, because I enjoyed that, and uh, I, for- I did forget about them. Right. Saturday, Jur, Palace. Palace. Uh, Wolves, look, look, they've got the point, but it means pretty much nothing if they don't follow this up with a decent performance and more points, in, in inverted commas, points at, uh, at Sellers Park because, uh, look, they've got a few guys back now uh, and we cannot have, and I, I expect them not to have the same just defensive display. Uh, defense. Defence. Defence. Um, at uh, at Sellers Park. I'm sure there'll be uh, you know, some more opportunities. You look at Palace who went down to West Ham. I think it was 3-2, was it, in the end? Uh, yeah. But plenty of goals. They are open. Um, but they've got some really good players who can hurt you. They've got the, they've got the new lad as well up front. Of course, you've got the likes of Zaha and, and, and Eze. And they're going to have to play well, Wolves. But there will be opportunities there. And I fully expect them to be, to be a more attacking, flowing display. Uh, how do you see it, Joe? How do you see uh, Wolves formation, and 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 can you see them going there and getting three points? Uh, I see them carrying on with a three, um, and but having I think Neto and Pedence either side of um, uh, Jose, and then yeah, I, 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 I expect them to go there and pick up a win. Um, Palace they obviously beaten the beaten them the last three times. And whether they do it this time, but Palace didn't change their tactics in any of those games when they'd been quite well beaten, especially the first two. They just carried on with a four-four-two and sat off, and Wolves yeah. kind of picked them off and outnumbered them. And you know, especially on the flanks, they you know they had caused Palace a lot of problems. So if Palace set up the same way again, I expect it to go you know according to the script again, really. Um, the key was get stopping the rotting defence and getting that confidence booster that in as as Neto um 
piece from him going in the paper. It, it's, it's he said afterwards that defending is what Wolves have done best. He's, in, mm-hmm. And when they do, when they do it, how they should do it, it's 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 their big strength really. And so they've got that back, hopefully. And then yeah, it's it's about building on that and making them master their chances going forward because they did still have chances against Chelsea and then on another day could have come away with a win. Yeah. So um, yeah, got to find that ruthless edge uh, going forward. Uh, hopefully, Jose helps uh, bring that and uh, yeah, three points in the bag. Good stuff. Um, do you think? Um, do you think they'll score multiple goals? It would love be lovely to score two or three, wouldn't it? But I guess yeah. you want you want that clean sheet. As easy to say, but of course the clean sheet gives you the best possible chance. Is that are they still going to be more defensively cautious, like and you know knowing that they're probably going to get a few more opportunities on the break? Are we going to see the same kind of shape, or do you think you're going to say, look, just go for it here, go for it, be a bit more um, free, free and um, and spread your wings and, and try and get these guys into into some kind of goal scoring shape? Well, look, I think. I think with the three, I mean, I know they have scored a few more goals in the four, um, but I don't think it really limits them playing three four three. You know, especially with Pedence and Neto to kind of bridge that gap. Um, I don't see it, it, it. It's just doing it in a different way. Get uh, there's more of an onus on the fullbacks. You know, say you can attack more. You know, I'd, I'd imagine Samedo is. If you look at his heat map against Chelsea, and then you'll look at it against Palace, I'd imagine he'll be, you know, a lot further up the pitch. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think Palace. You look at them now; they're 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 middle of the road. I mean, you know, Wolves should be beating them. I mean, they obviously should have beaten Albion, um, but they didn't. But I, I, you know, Palace are a team that are. They're, they're pretty much wanting to get to the end of the season and then undergo a bit of an overhaul. I'd be surprised if Hodgson stays there beyond the end of the season. They've got a lot of old players. They've got a lot of out-of-contract players. Um, you know, they're, they're just going to be mid-table, middle of the road. So, um, you know, for Wolves to kind of pull away, you know, from that kind of pack and try and get towards more so towards the top half, then th- these are teams you've got to be beating and beating pretty comfortably. Toffos were discontinued in 2005, by the way. I've just been uh, in a research but, uh, yep. but I think they still do some retro suites. So that's the most important thing to come out of that uh, chat. That's a shame. That preview. Right, Joe, finally, from you. And I know we've gone a little bit today, but I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. So, you know, no, I think no. 70 minutes of chat is 70 minutes of it's chat. All, it's all right. It's all right, love. Right, uh, Crystal Palace versus Wolves. I'll start with a prediction. I, I'm going to say it's going to be an interesting game. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I think they're going to be Arsenal, but I think they might get a draw here again. Uh, I think it's going to be a goal-scoring uh, draw. I'm going to say it's going to be Crystal Palace 2, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2. 2-0 two Wolves. 2-0 Wolves, clean sheet, happy days. Going Jose with... and Neto. Oh, Jose and Neto, that would be delicious. Um, I've got some good fixtures coming up, Joe. Some exciting fixtures, and of course, FA Cup as well. There's loads to look forward to. So if yes. they can get three points, that would be great. Positivity. Positivity. Uh, everyone, if anyone's got a Toffo, send it across to me and Joe. We shall sample it on air. Uh, thank you very much, mate. I've enjoyed it. Um, Saturday, big game. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Have a drink, because it's nearly end of dry, dry January anyway. It's nearly February. And uh, we'll see you next week. From me, from Joe. Have a good evening. Take care. Bye-bye.